So this year has been quite wild for anime and manga, and for all that's worth, it was pretty good. Hello everyone, welcome to the Weeb Initiative, I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga and everything in between. This week, as this is the last actual, actual episode of the podcast for this year, I wanted to do an update to the manga list, the things I'm currently reading, and some things that started and ended in 2023, at the very least added to my list and ended in the same year. That being said, let's do it a bit faster than last time, it was one hour and a half. This year, I have a f- few additions to the list, not that much, and outside from that, uh, not so many with content warnings. So, to begin, let me just give a brief overview. This year, I was introduced formally to, let's say, Twitter manga, the manga that independent artists will publish on maybe Funbox, Twitter, uh, Funtia, and some other sites that they are not uh, serialized, but they have this overarching story and so on and so forth that, to be fair, they are pretty entertaining, although they have mostly... Um, short chapters, Uh, some of these that I will present have like two pages each, but they are pretty fun, it's pretty entertaining, and the art is pretty nice. That being said, um, let's start. So, the first one going on with this Twitter uh, manga kind of stuff is one that I could not find the author for it, Though, from what I can research, it it is being serialized. The English name is A Story About a Very Ordinary Couple. It is a really, really wholesome, really cute... It's an everyday accounting of a life of a couple. And it's just that, it's cute. It's a bit of romance. They are a married couple, nearly wed from what we can gather from the ver- various chapters that are already out. I think they have around 30 chapters out, I think. And it's just a good time. It's comfy to read. It's not really that... Uh, it's not challenging in any way. It's just uh, cute stuff that couples do. And it's really good, for that matter. Next one is... Dameto... Tosekai ni hitori dake no fun. I think it translates roughly to um, the lame idol that only has one fan. Uh, this is uh, more, let's say, similar um, in some notes, let's say, to things like Teasing Queen Takagi-san and Nagatoro, for, for the most part, though, though it's pretty cute and wholesome in, in its own way. The, basically, there's this one girl that is an underground idol, 
and she only has one fan and the fan although he flames her a lot uh, he still goes for all her shows and all her meeting reads because he's a fan and he she's her his diehard Oshi and so that's the that's the whole thing it's also pretty comfy not really challenging and I I think it's pretty good I don't know something that I picked up this year next one is I became the butler of the gloomy young lady in my class it goes for like three pages a chapter the title already explains most of it it, it is also wholesome cute and the art is nice the manga is full color for that matter which kind of excuses the length of the chapter somewhat and that's basically it. next one is a really nice treat it's kyo no yojo today's cuteness something like that and it is the everyday life of a little kid and basically it's a little girl that we see her doing her stuff so playing around and stuff and it is captured in a way that it is really nice to see it's um, pretty creative in some ways it shows a lot of uh, emotion on, on the kids part and it, it is pretty fun to to read it feels that weird feeling that we have when you see a, a little kid learning something and so on and that childhood wonder let's say it's pretty nice in that manner this next one i don't actually know if it is a twitter uh, manga but i got it here because the chapters are really really short for this one although i'm somewhat sure that it is being serialized it's called the temptation of shirogao and kurogao it is pretty formulaic in its mannerism let's say the there's one guy one gal that's shirogao and the one that's kurogao and basically it, it every time it goes something like shirogao goes with a suggested line for the guy the guy reflects it back to Kurogao because Kurogao has a crush on Shirogao and the, the whole thing just works like that. Not much of of content, but it's still pretty nice to read. Anyways, the things are short, no, no matter. And also the, the art is pretty cute. Next one. Dating the kind of girl that you shouldn't get involved with. Uh, this one is... Our weird one in premise let's say the basically the idea is that you the backstory that you have to know every time is that there's this one girl that she has some uh, kind of trauma some kind of uh, past experience bad past experience uh, dating guys and so she develops this persona which she dates guys as a cute girl just to wipe them out of money and then dumps them and goes on to the next side. The idea is that she started to date this one guy that we mostly see she refers in the in the first page, and the second page is the fast forward to the future when she became a normal cute wife and they married, and it is just this just, just position. I think it's pronounced. I, I don't actually know that. 
uh, it's one part where she wants to wipe him out of all his money and he's pretty rich. Uh, and then she became, um, she um, basically got cured from her trauma and uh, married into a happy life later on. So all the chapters go with this kind of trope, let's say. Next one is Watashi no Toga Tamaru Toshota Kasuru. It's basically something like um, my husband, every time my husband gets stressed, he transforms himself into a Shota. A Shota, if you don't know, is a little boy. It's the equivalent of a lolly, but for boys. And that the whole story is written on the title. Uh, so the guy is a high executive at a firm, and basically whenever he gets stressed, he became he becomes a little boy for some weird reason, and then only way to get back to normal is when he gets pampered by his wife. It's pretty cute. It's pretty nice. The um, it's close to the first one that I was talking about, a story about the ordinary couple. It's somewhat close, but it has this, uh, let's say, this gimmick for the, let's say, the cute part. But it's pretty good. This one, I know for a fact that it's Twitter. I will leave the... Uh, now that I think about it, it's not Twitter anymore, it's X, right? I, I think that 2023 was the year that Elon Musk said it was now called X, but X is not... A good name, I think everybody can agree on that. Anyways, uh, I will leave these guys, I don't actually remember the name now, uh, this guy's profile on the description because I think that if I could find every one of the Twitters of everyone here in this list, I would, though as I am right now I could not find it, sorry, but again, his Twitter in the description. He's working on a new series now because the uh, this one that I'm talking about has ended um, by the middle the middle of the year. So he's working on something else now. Next one is the last one of this Twitter kind of deal. My daughter might be the Demon King reincarnated. Also, the title says it right out. The um, thing is basically the girl has. Uh, is the reincarnation of the Demon King and she's living in this normal world with a normal mom and basically the whole trope is that she flames her mother for something but then uh, redeems herself in some ways. Most of the chapters are pretty short by like 10 pages, 5 pages I think and basically that's it. It's pretty wholesome in, in its own way and really nice. Now to the normal stuff. So the first one that I want to talk about is one that I added here in 2023 and ended in 2023 too. Uh, it has only 10 chapters and it's pretty nice in terms of art. I really like the art style on this one. It's called Assassin and Cinderella. It is the story about... Uh, a spy, a female spy, that's spying on a male assassin, and basically, it's something akin to if you guys remember this old ass movie, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. It's 
pretty near that space where two rival corp um, corporations, agencies, uh, try to spy on each other with this with this pair of assassins slash spy and whatever, and they end up liking each other too much and go go off on their own. And this is pretty much it. For the most part, though, there are some... Clearly, there are some differences because this is written by a Japanese person. I'm not... It is a difference in story and the way they take the story in many different ways and a whole lot of things happen. Though, as I said, each chapter has around 40 pages, I think. It has only 10 chapters, unfortunately. I would really like to see more of it, but that's that. Anyways, next one is Boku to Kimi ga Fufu ni Narumade. It's basically your normal romance plot, but basically the, what happens, right? Uh, the guy gets a guy that's going to university, gets uh, university, high school, gets left out by his parents because his parents basically run off with debt and whatever. And for some weird reason, Agiaru appears out of nowhere in his home pays out his debt, and basically the only condition is, you have to marry me. That's that's the hook for the story, and it goes out from there. It's somewhat nice, it's pretty pretty entertaining for my taste. It's something that, that I really like, I, as I already said multiple times in this channel. For some reason, I like Gyaros in manga. I don't know why. Don't ask me why, don't at me. Thing is, Pretty okay, and basically nice, I don't know. Next one is Shiri's Love is 8 meters. This one I feel conflicted about, because for one, it is written allegedly. I, I still can't wrap my head around this, but if you guys remember the last... Uh, manga leads from 2022 and I think I mentioned it in some of the reviews this year there was this one manga called Kamburet Sisters that was this really violent, really a greedy take on two nuns that basically hunted vampires and whatever and the guy ended uh, Kamburet Sisters this year and then we got this as the next thing that he's working on I don't actually remember the name of the author right now, but still, this is the same the same guy who did Gumbarad Sisters is the, doing this, and the title says it all. So Chedi is this girl that, for some reason, somehow grew in onto having being eight meters tall, and basically lives this somewhat normal school life, and so. It's a goofy romance trope that you see everything that she, the government does to adapt things for her. So giant desks, giant houses, giant... a whole lot of things. The whole thing is based on the fact that she's 8 meters tall, but the, the meat of it, the actual plot, is this standard romance plot that we have seen many many times I know for some people this is somewhat of a fetish for some reason this is a tag 
on many hentai sites. I will not enter uh, in the discussion of whether this, this is something that I like or not. But the thing is, I know that, that there is public for this, but still, I wanted to see more Gambaret Sisters, and this is not that good. Now, you will ask, why are you adding so many things that you think are mediocre to your manga list? It's because, for the most part, I like to see where authors go, right? So, uh, if some... As I said, the guy did Gambaret Sisters, which is a manga that I really liked by the premise, art, and so on and so forth. And now he does this. I want to see if I can, I don't know, trace back something to find something that I actually um, can find this common common thread along the two mangas and basically profile the author, more or less. It's something that it's a work in progress, but I wanted to maybe do an analysis of authors and some f things in the future. This goes on that camp of analyzing authors. Next one is Gyaro Assistant, or Gao Asi. It's basically, uh, there's this one guy in a, in a school, he writes manga, and for some reason the Gyaro on his on his class uh, becomes his assistant and the story goes from there, romance stuff, you know, you know, the standard stuff. This is also pretty, it's it's okay, it's okay. Uh, at the time of, of recording, I have only read like three chapters from this, but it, it is getting traction on forums and so on and so forth, so uh, maybe there's something here, I don't know. Next one is I favorite the villainess. I don't actually think I need to explain much about it. I favorite the villainess is getting an anime. I think maybe two seasons already. I don't know. I don't actually know, but I think that for 2023 or 2024 they're getting an anime already. It's basically a girl gets trapped inside a, a otome game that she's she's playing, and she's in love with the villain of the story. And doesn't actually like any of the guys. She's she's in love with the vil the villainess of the story, and that's basically it. Next one is the first one that has a content warning for this update. I don't actually think that I added this one in 2022, so uh, it wasn't on the list. So, anyways, I don't actually remember the whole the whole title, but you can search Isekai NTR you find it. It's literally the title, Isekai NTR, and then the subtitle, Long as Hell. It's an adaptation of a light novel of the same name, and it is... <laughs> as I said, the title already says everything you need to know. It is an Isekai story, and it is an NTR story. But, to be fair, to be fair, the NTR happens a whole lot later than you would think because they kind of build some kind of ground before actually delivering the NTR part, right? So there is this whole thing that, that I don't actually remember if he's a con artist or whatever that's now our main character, Naoto. He gets transported to this video game world. So levels, skills, the, the, whole, the whole thing. And one of his skills is basically uh, 
vampirism of skills, so he can absorb skills from other people. And one of his things from the normal world that he brought with him is basically that he was somewhat of a con artist. So he basically gets in bed with a lot of girls and absorbs random abilities from uh, random skills from that. And the story goes on and on until he NTRs the wrong person gets uh, his ally killed in the process, has to forfeit his uh, get back to the normal world a ticket to revive the guy and basically rewind time to... I'm already spoiling a lot of the story, but I don't actually think much. many people will actually stop to read this. Though... This one I kind of recommend, it's pretty okay, and it's pretty interesting, I will get to that. Uh, and basically, the world somewhat resets, and now we are in a new arc. The new arc is shaping up to be something, and, and this is the thing that I wanted to talk about, why this is interesting. So, if you are around, let's say, this kind of content, let's say, if you know what NTR is, and you actually took your time to actually read some NTR. Let's just say you may have some previous knowledge of the, let's say, the shapes of NTR, the way that they are, things are presented. And the interesting thing about Isekai NTR, in my opinion, is that, one, it doesn't actually happen, like, a whole lot of times, though it happens a lot, but the way that it gets introduced each time is different. And that is the interesting part, that they condense this, uh, this form that we already see from, let's say, other places into this really strange concoction of an adventure and then add NTR into it. And to me, it's pretty interesting that they hit the notes really well. That is to say, it's somewhat of a wide card. If you don't want to read it, please don't. It's not that great, but it's something. It's on the list. It's something that I'm actually uh, actively reading. So, anyways, uh, next one is Kanan Sama wa Akuma de Shuroi. I think it, the translation that they did was Kanan Sama is too easy. It's basically Nagatoro, but twisted. It's the girl that gets teased, for the most part, but it's not that she gets teased, really. It's because she's the the daughter of the Demon King, and she goes up to Earth to basically find her good food, so good souls to actually uh, feast on. But in the, in the middle of it, she finds a guy that actually falls in love with her, and every time he says something cheesy... She gets really flustered, and it's pretty cute, and that's basically it. And next one, this one has, let's say, good DNA, but I'm kind of thinking of dropping it. It's called King's Proposal. From what I gather, it's an original manga. It's not the um, adaptation of a light novel. It is written by the same guy who did Data Live, so if you like Data Live, you may like this. Though... Uh, for personal reasons, let's say, the, I don't like 
stories where people get possessed or enter the bodies of other people. I don't actually like the Freaky Friday kind of trope because I, I don't, I don't, f I don't feel like it adds much and that always ends the same way. This one, I have not read much of it though. It's coming out still. I don't know. Maybe people want to see it. It is still on the list because I don't, I didn't actually drop it, drop it. So yeah. Anyways, uh, King's Proposal, uh, the new thing from the same guy who did Deja Life. Next two ones, I want to prof preface this with, I have not read much, but the, the title and the art and the whole thing kind of caught my attention, so still holding out for it. The first one is, my lovely dovey wife is a stone cold killer. It is as written. I don't actually need to uh, explain much. It, it is the same thing that about wholesome stuff mixed with heavy stuff. You can see the trend here. And the next one is the Green Reaper falls in love with a human. The one shot for this one was really well drawn. I really liked the, the art style. And so this basically hooked me up immediately. Though I have not actually read much of the manga, of the serialized manga for it. Anyways, it's on the list. Next one is Neko no Kohana. It's really cute. It's a guy who lives with his uh, cat girl. And not so much as of, let's say, it's some... Something similar to uh, Nekopara, but the cats are really small, and the cat in this case is a child for the most part. So, for the most part, the cat's a child in this way, so it has a whole lot of added silliness to it. It is pretty funny, it's pretty cute, and overall, a good time. Next one. Oh, I have to keep this one for the end. <laughs> Oh boy, now I, now I think about it, I have two to keep on the end, oh well. Next one is Risono Himo, I think i written this wrong, I, I think it's Hime, but anyways. Seikatsu, it's, oh man, how do, can I say this? So it's the adaptation of a light novel from what I can remember, that this, there's this one guy who gets isekai for to one other world and it's basically our world but with a little bit of magic and building to it it's not so much to be like oh another isekai adventure uh, fantasy kind no it's way more civilized and less let's say way less fantasy and more geared towards uh, normal human stuff and the thing that I like about it is that it has a whole lot of politics involved into it. The, the story is actually well written. It is really, really well written. And it's really, really interesting because uh, the guy basically, uh, he becomes the prince consort of a queen of this kind of Arabic, sandy dunes, Persian... Uh, kind of empire, and he brings a lot of 
previous knowledge from our world to basically develop a lot of things. So basically develop glass, develop uh, mechanic, mechanical stuff, so uh, water wheels and windmills and so on and so forth. It's pretty interesting to read and it's really, really well done. This one is really nice. I really recommend this. Now, next one is I started reading, uh, I think the English name is Helpful Kitsun, uh, Helpful Fox Senkosan, Sewayaki Kitsune no Senkosan. It's pretty cute, it's pretty wholesome for uh, not only that, but it vibes with me way too much in so many ways. To see a guy suffer from stress on his work and then he goes to home as he's living alone and then there's this kitsune who cooks for him, do the dishes, washes his clothes, I mean, and then she she's cute and she actually likes the guy for him being there and basically it is really nice and it vibes way too much with me. And I hope this is not coming out in a weird way, but it vibes with me in a spiritual level because the guy suffers from a lot of stress and I can I can relate way too much with him. I, I don't... And also, and this is also a, a good note to keep here. On the Oma case, the author comments a lot about his, let's say, creative process of writing this, this series. And one of... The things that I really like when authors do is the... Oh, so one day I was on my chair like, oh my god, I really want a Kitsune caretaker. And he just started writing it. And I was like, yeah, this, this is the one. I, I like this manga in way too many ways. So uh, next one is Ship Princess in Wolf's Clothing. I think this one, this one started way, way back and just ended in 2023, 2022. I don't actually remember the, the, the exact date that this ended. But it is a really nice story, a Yuri story where... And, and this is all kind of representative. I don't actually know. Basically, there are ship people, there are wolf people, there are hyena people. Hyena people really... I mean, hyena people on a Yuri story, if you know what a hyena is, hyena, Yuri, it kind of, it's kind of strange. Anyways, that, that's not the point. The, the thing is, so there are wolf people and sheep people, and one of these wolves called Aki is basically, she enters the royal palace of the sheep people to work as a butler, and then she's... Uh, promoted more or less to be the mentor, the school teacher, the school teacher, the home teacher of the youngest princess. I can't actually remember her name. I think it's Mimi, but I could be wrong. Uh, so basically, she gets to teach her, and then they develop a romantic relationship. And then there is this whole thing where, oh, I'm a peasant. You are, uh, you are royal. I can't be with you, and so on and so forth. And it's really nice, really cute. And the art style, oh my god, the art style is so pristine. It's so nice. I love the art style of the series. I love the the way they do it. Uh, the the ending, in my opinion, is somewhat cheesy. Uh, it's kind of pretty cheesy, actually. 
but it is a good time reading. It's really nice. Highly recommend it. Next one is one that, oh my god, this, this is the cure for depression. It's really, really nice. I, I Hold on. So, the this one is the king's daughter. Let's try this again. The Demon King's Daughter is way too kind. It's a really nice, nice, so cute. Oh my god, I, I die every time I try to read it because the 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 main girl is so cute. So basically, the whole setting is fantasy world, whatever. Uh, so the Demon King has a daughter, and this daughter is really, really young. So she's like three years of age, four years of age. And she's running around all happy and so on and so forth. And the thing is, all the demons expect her to be uh, to be evil, right? To be cruel and stuff. But she's really kind to everyone. Doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter the time or, or place or everything. She's an angel, but born a demon. And it is really cute the way they portray the whole all her adventures and the way that she deals with problems and problems arise and she doesn't actually uh, make much of it and it is really nice I highly recommend this one oh my god this this is a really nice one really nice one next one is one that I am not really uh, stoked about so when I said I was working on profiling authors in the future the first one that came to mind when I thought of this idea was Yamaguchi Mikoto, that is one of the main active authors that I like a lot. I like all his works for the most part. And this one is one of his works, though I do not recommend it because I think it's the worst one he ever written. Tomodachi Game. Tomodachi Game, I have... People may know it pretty well. It's has already had uh, a season in anime. It is still going. I f it's somewhat nearing its end. I don't actually know when, but the end is somewhat near from what I can gather from the story. Uh, I would just say that I don't like how it's going. I think it's being held back by the fact that they are trying to keep it uh, safe for major publications and to maybe gather a second season this is just a theory okay I, I can't really prove it but it feels like whenever they try to go hard as all the Yamaguchi Mikoto's works uh, go and for that matter I have read almost every I think everything that he's put out in the last uh, since 2008 from when he first uh, published something, so I'm pretty. I, I want to say that I'm pretty familiar with his his stuff. Uh, I don't actually like Tomodachi Game because I think it's being held back by some kind of censors. I don't know if the editors. I don't know if the publication is holding it back to be picked up by uh, normal normal media. Let's say. And the trope is getting pretty stale at this point. The, the point in the manga that we are, it's pretty bad. The whole thing's crumbling apart. And they basically uh, they change the, the main character 
in the last few chapters that I read, so uh, I don't know, it's getting kind of stale at this point, stale and boring for the most part, because you already know how this is going to end, right? So, after this one, next one, I need to do this one first. So, Yuri Loves Slave, a content warning, although it's not that big, it shows a bit of boobies and some of the... Uh, I mean, it doesn't actually show the other things other than boobies, but the, the idea is there. And it's basically as written, Yuri Loves Slave, it's Yuri, it's love. The slave part, eh, kind of stretch, it starts as it, but it mellows out, it becomes more romantic. It's somewhat cute, it's getting cute, I, I don't know, I can't really build a defense for this one, but uh, if you want it, you got it. So, now I need to cover the ones that I skipped. First one is, uh, let's say, my baby. <laughs> My baby, uh, the the one that I picked up as my baby for this year, Oshinoko. Oshinoko. I don't actually need to to talk about it much, but oh my god, this manga really took me for a ride. I published the video. If you have not uh, watched it, it's on YouTube. My impressions on Oshinoko as of the chapter one to one, I think, or one to three. I don't actually remember. Oh, it's wild, it's wild, I love it, I love the symbolism, I love the, the whole idea, the whole premise, it's really nice. Uh, I'm trying to not be spoiled, because I basically stop after uh, the 1, 2, 3, after I release the video, I basically stop reading it, because I want to actually let it uh, stock up, then I will binge read it whole, but from the Little things that I saw, uh, let's say Yosuga's little sort of vibes. I hope that meme is is just a meme and not an actual thing. Because if it becomes an actual thing, then oh my god, this is kind of messed up. But at the same time, it will add a whole lot of value on my eyes because it will add way more nuance to the story. Uh, anyways, that's it. Oshinoko, pretty nice, pretty good. Uh, go read it if you want to see some drama and a whole lot of drama oh my god anyways uh next one this i have skipped two more that i will talk about now because they are both getting anime adaptations for 2024 confirmed it's i'm really hyped about it because i love these ones and i really like that they are getting actual adaptations to be exposed to more people, I think it's really nice, it's, uh, it helps a lot, uh, authors, and, and I think that this adds up to the, um, to the whole thing, I, I love when I start a uh, manga, and it is really, really good, and the manga eventually gets an anime, it, it feels like uh, me being a fan helped someone to go to a higher level, let's say I'm cheering for the author, and their story to reach more people because they I believe that their content is really nice. So the first one about it is Whispering You a Love Song. It's a Yuri story. It's pretty uh it's pretty normal in many ways. It's a Yuri 
a love story about two girls that basically one of the girls plays, I think, guitar. I don't actually remember if it's guitar or bass, but... Uh, and the other girl is a normal girl that basically falls in love with her senpai. And the whole thing goes as this. The, um, it's a love story. It's a normal school love story kind of stuff. Yuri. It's pretty good. Uh, I highly recommend it. And the next one... This one is my actual baby for 2024. I hope the, the manga continues because, let's say, let's start at the beginning. The name of this one is An Archdemon's Dilemma, How to Love Your Elf Bride. It's an adaptation of a light novel of the same name. And oh my god, that I, I, I sincerely think that the adaptation may be getting more readers than the actual novel itself i don't actually know if that's true but oh my god that this adaptation is by far the best adaptation of a light novel i ever seen or maybe the the things that they present on the manga is just the right things to up the content to my taste i don't actually know if that's the case but oh my god this this thing's so good so basically there's this uh, this mage uh, sorcerer i think they call it um, Zagad. I don't actually remember ma many of the names, so bear with me here. Uh, so there's this guy called Zagard, and then he's a sorcerer. He's uh, somewhat rich, although he is a loner. He has this gloomy uh, lone wolf kind of somewhat violent air to him. And for one reason or another, he gets dragged into a, a slave um, auction and by one of his his acquaintances and basically he sees a high elf and falls head over heels first sight for the elf and buys her outright paying way too much money and he does that he gets her home and then he goes like oh shit i bought her how can i how can i confess now <laughs> because i love her how can I confess now? Oh my god. And then the whole thing goes that they build this really cute relationship. Oh my god, it's so cute. The And then the one thing that really gets me going on on this is that every time he tries to be he tries to be romantic about it he tries to talk to her normally and then he just gets stuck up on his ways of being a loner and really awkward and everything comes out way wrong but the outcome is still really cute and then he gets flustered and she gets flustered and both of them gets flustered it's really cute it's so sweet uh, later on uh now, how do I say about this part? This is a somewhat of a spoiler, okay? So, if you don't actually want to hear it, please skip this part. I don't mind. 30 seconds. I don't know. 10 seconds. They get a dragon. She's a lot. She's basically the second incarnation of Kana. And, oh my god, she's so cute. As her... His, uh, their child. It, it's really nice. So, I don't actually think that... I used the 10 seconds, if you skipped it or not, I, I am sorry. Outside from this spoiler, I'm not even making sense anymore. Because I remember how, how, oh my god, how I like this one. And this is getting, again, this is getting an anime adaptation in 2024. Really nice, really cute. Oh my god, please, please read it, watch it, buy the merch when it comes out, buy the manga, I don't know. This one... 
is so nice. It really resonates with me because when I first started actually reading manga, when I basically went past anime and actually said to myself, okay, I'm going to start reading manga for real. The one thing that I wanted was a story with romance and action and it needs to be both and be good. This one, The Archdemon's Dilemma, is very... I don't want to say that it is it because it feels like I've completed my quest and now I need to get another one, but it's, it is way too close to it. It forces me to say that I found it, but I don't want to admit it. It is really, really, really nice. It, oh my god. The action also, it's pretty nice to see the fights that they get into with these other uh, sorcerers and demons and dragons. It's really, really nice. Oh my god, uh, highly recommend this one. So now that I... and this basically is the list for 2023. This is the update for it. So next thing that I need to do is to give you guys, just as I wanted to add a... A bit to it is the things that are nearing its end and they actually ended from the last list so first one to the ending to the things that actually ended uh Gumbled sisters as i already commented uh the ending went felt quite rushed i really wanted to to read more of it i really liked that setting i really liked the chap the characters and the whole the whole fighting and oh my god that, that guy writes i need to actually look up the this guy's name later this guy oh my god he draws a lot and again i love the setting next one is happy negative marriage apparently the last two chapters um, got released i don't actually know if the, my timing is right maybe maybe i'm just fumbling it and the translators just released it now because someone got translated because it was dropped since 2010 uh, 2020 I, I don't actually know but it appeared as completed for me these past few months i haven't actually haven't actually read any of it so i don't actually know how it ended i can't give a definitive answer about the ending uh, next one is sex and dungeon the ending was i don't know fitting Somewhat, it kind of became something constructive by the end of it. I don't know. Somewhat okay. At the end of the day, I don't actually know. It was okay, as I already said. Next one is, I don't actually know if I'm right about this, if it ended in 2023 or 2022. I may be wrong. Uh, sorry about that. Shikimori-san isn't just a cutie ended i don't actually know the ending because i'm at the middle of it so i can't give a status or maybe diagnostic about the whole thing maybe later i'll do a review i don't know next one is vampires my fellow vampires it ended the ending was pretty bad they pulled a deus ex machina at the end that i really didn't like and they really pulled a whole lore dump to justify the ending i don't actually know why they did this it is a happy ending which is okay i mean it's nice but the the way that they did it eh, kind of iffy on that i don't know next one uh the these next two ones are near end so i don't actually know if they will have many volumes if not the volumes are already out uh, I know for a fact that one of the 
them are basically waiting to be translated, from what I can remember. The first one is Ikusakoi or Foul Love. This one is near the end. Uh, there, there was a twist in one of the later chapters that... Oh my god, the twist was really bad. I don't actually know how they will actually save it, but still, I'm down for it. I like the manga. And the next one is Tamaroa, the one about the marriage game from Yamaguchi Mikoto. I have read that it only has one more volume to come out, and then it, it's over. I don't actually know how this is going to actually um, work out at the end, because the... I don't actually think that it should be that near the end, though I could be wrong, I don't know, it's just my feeling. And now I can really say we are done. This is the update for 2023 of my to-read list and my manga list in general. Outside from that, uh, I want to do a bit of a uh, bit of a uh, year review, just to, I don't know, just to give a, a vibe to it. So. 2023, what what can I say about 2023? So, we started the year with the general introductions. Uh, this, I think, was me trying to actually, let's say, introduce myself to a more casual people. I and This is really personal on how I think about the, this project and so on and so forth. So, if I start getting a bit too personal, sorry. So, uh, this start of the year, I really wanted to dabbing to the more casual crowd the thing that i see a lot of my analytics and people saying out there is that there are a lot of people and it may be better to try to get more of the the casual public into the into the whole anime community and so on and so forth so my introductions to the genres were basically my attempt to actually maybe uh, hook some people up. Maybe you're looking for horror isekai, you want the explanation for what's an isekai, what's an amaho shoujo, or heron, so on and so forth. That's basically what I was trying to do with that. I would say it was a... I don't actually know if I've ever commented this, but as this is a solo running show, everything here goes on my whims. So if I think something on that week, I will do it with n not much of a plan to it. I plan out my episodes and everything else, but the pivots that I do are just like, oh, I thought about this, I want to do it. And so basically, for the most part, this was the first part of the year. We did it un until June, with this, which is half the year going after more casual people that maybe don't actually uh, know about much of anime and need actually introductions, recommendations, so on and so forth. Next one, it was my... I started the whole story about the age of the 2010s with High School DxD and then Trinity 7 and so on and so forth. That, that one was really nice. I... <laughs> I think the, the biggest episode of this year was the High School DxD one, the first three seasons, and then the, f the fourth season was, I think, the second best. It is to say that a whole lot of people still like that series, I think. A whole lot of people want to find more content about it, I don't know. Uh, though, well, I, I don't actually know much how to what to pick up from it, but 
the this one was one that actually got somewhere. Uh, I think the the overall the overall story of how things worked out uh, didn't actually reach many people, but um, I think the the experience was was good. I know now what to focus more rather than the other things, and so that that's. The, this is it. Uh, in the middle of it, and I need to give a huge shout out to the Animaniacs. I need to give a, a huge shout out to Lamp and Beef from the Animaniacs. That uh, basically they reach out to me and we planned together a collab. We did the collab. I, the collab came out in July. They are really nice people. Uh, I really like the interaction. I think Lamb is the the one person that I'm most talking about anime and manga with him and nowadays. Follow him on Twitter. I will him and Beef and the Animaniacs site and so on and so forth. I will leave their their links in the description. Really, sh really huge shout out to these guys. Really like worth working with them. I hope as of time of writing, we are planning on collabing in the near future. So watch out for it. Again, I really liked the opportunity. They gave me this opportunity of working with them, doing some stuff with other creators on the space, which is really nice. Uh, basically, basically, that's it. Huge thank you to, to them. Next one that I did after the hint the the harem itchy kind of stuff on 2010s i went into this uh really just uh, throw something at the window i don't know there were things that i wanted to talk about the first thing was painting and stalking because at the time it came out the announcement that trigger actually bought the rights from gynex and are basically i don't know if rebooting or they are actually doing just the the sequel for it, but painting is talking coming back is uh, years, many many years, uh, dreams of so many people that wanted to see what would happen because the ending of the first season leaves on such a cliffhanger, and oh my god, it was a, a dream come true to see that announcement that they bought the rights, and oh my god. It's just so nice. Let's see what the future holds. This this may be really, really good. Uh, so, next one was me just hitting things out of my bucket list. So, Engage Kiss, which was really terrible anime. I don't actually like it. I think I made it pretty clear in the review. I don't like it. Liquor's Recoil, which I like... With the caveat that I feel like they didn't go hard enough or they held back because of sensors and some other stuff just to keep the the rating down. As I said in the in the original review, I cannot confirm that, but it feels like they undermined the writing. If if they did that, it feels like they undermined the writing because I think the ending Outside, outside from the earlier cheesy stuff that happens, the ending is extra cheesy because the, it doesn't actually explode on them and stuff. But the thing is really nice. The concept is really good. But again, uh, 
I think the implementation was a bit shoddy. Uh, then next was Bushi the Rock that I wanted to watch because I mean this is basically a evergreen meme now. Everything anywhere can be related to Bushi the Rock, and I really liked it. The comedy is pretty good. That it's pretty well made. The whole thing it's it's really nice to watch. Uh, I didn't feel like I was as much related to Boshi as some people say they are, though there are some parts that are not comfortable for me to say that I related to her, though they there were. It's a really nice, really nice anime. Maybe I'll pick up the manga, maybe, I don't know. And then last episode was the full analysis of Kaguya-sama Loves War, the manga. Ah, what can I say? Kaguya-sama was one huge thing that happened in the anime manga industry. First, the first anime to actually bunk Fumetto Alchemist Brotherhood from the top of my anime list in many years. The one that actually birthed so many memes that we can actually keep count of. And the whole overall influence of the, its characters and now the author Akasakaka that basically uh, made Oshinoko take the tailwind of Kaguya to blow itself out of the water and now it's it's up there with the top dogs of the current being published manga. Really, just a really nice story overall. As I said in the analysis, I don't, I don't actually like the way that they ended because I think it kind of disconnects a bit too much and some of the endings are feel a bit uh, wishy-washy with the um, the way they are presented but in a way uh, as i saw in one of the reviews in my anime list i mean the how how did the guy say this was not that impressive of a romance story but oh my god if the characters won't leave with me now and that's basically the the story we can argue that it was not that incredible, but oh my god, the characters are unforgettable. I cannot, I think nobody that actually liked the anime and the manga will ever leave and not remember Chica, for that matter, or remember Kaguya. And for me, personally, at the release, I will never uh, forget Aoi Koga's voice when she is Kaguya, because, as I said multiple times, she's the perfect Kaguya. I could not ask for a better casting than Aoi Koga doing Kaguya, because she she encapsulates every facet of Kaguya. The flustered, the ice queen, the cute Kaguya-chan, Kaguya-chan, oh my god, <laughs> that seems too cute, and that's basically it, um, Kaguya-sama loves war, uh, I wanted to put a bow on it, because it's the, I would not say it's the first, but it's one of the few mangas that I started, uh, when it started, and I ended it near the end, uh, when it ended, and I actually got to see everything happen, and the progression of the story, and progression of the characters I feel like this is the the bow that I would need to put on it to say goodbye to a great great those are my thoughts at the very least uh, so now that I've <laughs> talked about everything else uh, I'm not stretch this way more so just as closing thoughts uh, basically for the next year I don't actually have any plans I wanted to actually maybe um, 
turn down the cut down on the production of episodes because for the foreseeable future i'm pretty stacked in at work though i cannot give that that i i cannot bring myself to give certainty to that i cannot uh bring myself to do it i wanted to maybe do it one one time a month but that feels way too way too few and but something that i am thinking about i don't know uh maybe not maybe not i will find a way let's say um unless on a less serious note uh so basically if you guys are somewhat connected to the things i'm doing if you actually read the description and see that some things changed uh basically first thing apple killed the apple podcast app I just wanted to say that I don't actually know if many people used it for one but uh, if you used it and found me through other means uh, so basically Google killed that out of nowhere uh, outside from that talking about platforms so I ended up creating a Twitter an X uh, I'm not that active mostly you see me reposting uh, cute art maybe some hentai and shit posting on replies to other people And sometimes maybe shit posting on my on there on my own. Uh, I have nearly no I have no nearly no followers there, and I'm not that active, so sucks to be me. But still, create an X if you want to follow me. Follow me. Uh, I can't promise that I will post much. Next thing, I created a Twitch, I've streamed like three times since then, uh, the VODs are nowhere to be seen anymore because Twitch doesn't actually keep VODs for much time when you're not affiliated, so you have to take my word for it. Uh, I want to do more stuff on Twitch, but the timing at the end of the year is not helping a lot. I have been streaming Cyberpunk when I stream, though I want to basically do the the ending of Phantom Liberty and then I will um, maybe uh, stream my roguelikes that I really love. Those are the things that I, I love a lot. A anyways, the thing is, I stream on Twitch sometimes if you want to know my schedule. Maybe it is there, maybe not. I don't I don't promise to stream every week. I have a day job. I, I can't like keep up with everything. Uh, but still, if you want to reach out to me I have an X, I have the Discord, um, you ha can send me an email also. So, anyways, I'm being pretty open here, no no script and no nothing. Uh, so basically, I created an X, I created Twitch, I'm up on YouTube as always. Um, I want to do more videos next year, I don't actually know if I can because every one of my ideas is either really, really time-intensive or really, really hard to develop. So I don't know, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. And for next year, I'm thinking about starting the year. I don't know if the whole year or just a part of it, but next year I want to do a deep dive on idols. This is basically a spoiler for next year. I want to do a deep dive on idols and I want to watch a whole lot of idol anime, so be ready for that, I think. Unless, also, obviously, if something comes up, some big announcement, some big stuff happening, I don't know, 
Infinite Stratos 3 or I don't know, uh, someone found the, the hidden manuscript for High School of the Dead. I, I, I don't know, many things can happen in 2024. And I, I will adjust to it. I will uh, keep going on if you don't actually want to reach out through the Discord or, or Twitter. Whenever something kind of big happens, I post it on the community tab on, on YouTube. Outside from that, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't talk a lot uh, by myself. So if you want to talk, reach out. Mention me on Twitter. <laughs> I will reply to you, most likely. Don't Just don't ask what tags I like. I, I don't know. I'm just talking shit right now. I don't actually know how to end this. But, well, uh, let me not stretch this anymore because I still have to edit this. So, thank you guys for the amazing year. Uh, we really grew in so many ways. Uh, let's see how next year is going to work out. If you guys are still listening to me babbling for whatever reason. Uh, so let's see how 2024 works out for you guys. I know this comes out in November, but I have to uh, give you guys the biggest thank you. The, pod- the show grew a lot. I can't really share how much, but it grew a whole lot since 2022. Somehow, a whole lot of people have been started to listen to it. And we are here now. I've did, done my first collab with someone else. And it, it, it's kind of trying to pick up steam. So I'll see if next year I can push out more content, more stuff. Uh, one more thing that I now remember that I need to talk about is I will start to actively use my anime list as a repository to shows that I watch and the things that I'm working on, shows and manga. So if you want to see the whole, my whole library of manga that I finished and so on and so forth, not only the list from this episode, but the thing is past the, the list and so on. It is there, my anime is there. I will try to add reviews for, for things that I don't actually think that they need a whole episode of the podcast for. I will add it there and I'll keep the get the link in the description too. And that's basically it. So if you want to catch me now streaming sometimes on Twitch, uh, link in the description. My Twitter, link in the description. Uh, and that's basically it. So I hope you... I hope you guys stick around for next time. Bye.